Warning, the podcast you are about to listen to is not for kids. We use foul language and talk about gross things and make fun of Genie, and only one of those things do we invite other people to follow along with. Spoiler alert, it's the making fun of Genie part. If you are an adult and are okay with being totally fucking awesome with a big penis, just keep listening. Thank you for being my friend. Smiley face. 40 kids, 40 days, 13 episodes. For years in Bonanza City, the chapter of Kid Nation has remained closed, only looked at for shock value and mockery. No one has dared to touch this property until now. Six members of the Lurkin Urchin podcast have decided to give this piece of history a real rip-roaring look back. Pioneers, grab your handkerchiefs, because there's about to be a turf war. You're the national music radio, dude. You would definitely be like an AM frequency instead of an FM. Oh, that. So my quality would be really Would you like M? Or. I wish I could scream that right now. Would you like M? Or. Thank you, Doug Walker. Okay. Okay. This is the first episode of the Lurk and Urchin cast on that note. Uh. Okay, uh, my name is Plastic, and I am joined with. Let's go in order. Okay, first we have Goblin. Okay, <laughs> we're great. Oh, we're God <laughs> damn it! My cool. That put. Hi, Goblin. I'm using the pronouns, and Plastic's a cretin. I am. Uh, then we have Saucy. Yeah, hi, my name is Saucy Process. I make curse shit online, and I speak real good. And y'all are motherfuckers. <laughs> And then, we, and then we have Flemgo. Hi, my name is Jared. I'm 23. I uh, I live alone, but you know, I'm 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 still very accepting to you know social interactions, even in these you know trying times. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. And now now we have Volition. Hello, my name's Volition. Uh, I'm feeling especially spiny today, and. Ready to be the Lurkin Urshan I always told my mom I wanted to be. Beautiful. And then we have Genie. Hi, name's Genie, and I. Yeah, that's basically it. Uh, get Sauce to cancel his Twitter, yeah. Wow, Genie, last and certainly least. <laughs> <laughs> just, just like Come on. my mother told me I would be. Get on my, get on my level, at least I'm spiny. <laughs> Spiny, Mama, spiny vagina. You included the bit about me canceling it's, my we're, Twitter. It we're, not five minutes, we're not five minutes in. It's already bully genie hours. It's our, yeah, it's perfect. <laughs> and we only have one hour and a half, maybe. So it's gonna be bully genie hour the whole time. It's like Pride yeah. Month, but but it's the gays bullying the uh, <laughs> the straights. It's the, gays. <laughs> <laughs> it's the minority now, bitch. <laughs> White people. <laughs> 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 okay. Speaking of the small okay. defenseless right, plastic, then. what's happened for this, today's podcast? Okay, so today we're talking about Kid Nation, which if any of you guys don't remember, um, Kid Nation was a fucking TV show on CBS from 2007, playing like right after Dr. Phil and Oprah, about them taking 40 kids, <laughs> dropping them in the middle of the fucking desert. <laughs> And then just letting them fend for themselves. I thought Kid Nation was a JonTron video. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's how it's that's how it started. <laughs> that's how it's how all things Back start. Back in 2006, JonTron came up with Kid Nation. 
Back in 2006, JonTron killed 40 kids. Jonathan Cars changed his name to JonTron. Man, can you imagine? No, he changed his name from JonTron. You're, you're getting it backwards. Damn. What is John I, trying I, to I meant to say you're right, but I just said you're wrong. <laughs> okay, so so let's let's fucking talk about our experiences watching this. Like, I don't want to call it an abomination. Uh, what what uh, anomaly? I suppose. Mm-hmm. I I would classify that as an anomaly. Yes, it's the, an SCP. I was just it's about to say, yep. After doing the research, I did at work. I'm going to say that this is a barely legal labor loss waiting to happen it almost happened like almost i think twice from the articles i read based on new mexico labor laws and they reported this <laughs> oh my god so they Where chose they record it by the way new Me they, they, so they chose new mexico because of their lax labor laws because in like july 1st i think 2007 they made it so that kids were like less restricted by labor laws for the edgerton film which made it perfect for like a reality tv show to film there for that exact reason oh it was like god. destiny it was destined to happen <laughs> Sigmund the Mojave. Do they make it manifest? <laughs> yes. Yeah, Jonathan Kors like pioneers. Let's go west and claim the savage land. Was that a manifest destiny joke? That's, yes, it was. You absolute cretin. Hey, Episode one is basically manifest <laughs> destiny, just done with forty, just done okay. with forty children. Da, 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 so I'm da, gonna do like a drunk history retelling of episode one real quick. Starring Lin Manuel Miranda. Go ahead. Yo, it's Poppy. It's I can't do Bites it. Bite slip. <laughs> okay, yeah, go ahead. I, I, I tried. Go ahead. I love you, Lynn. Um, so, episode one, pretty much it begins with a line of buses going off in the middle of nowhere. And then Jonathan Karsh, the producer, director, the and god, altogether showrunner, the, the star, god, uh, <laughs> sitting there saying, Now, Bioneers, we've got. Well, he was talking to nobody, which is funny because they have the pioneers haven't showed up yet, and I remember him specifically saying pioneers before anybody else showed. It's like forty kids, and then cut to the buses. Everybody's like sniff, like sniffling on the bus. They're all like bundled in coats, and they're out in the middle of the fucking desert. One person brought like a fully fledged fucking picture frame with their goddamn family, like on yeah. the bus with them, like, <laughs> like they were just staring forlornly. Uh, at the end of this picture frame with the freaking stand hanging off the back of it. <laughs> Look. What if it got trampled by the donkeys that they <laughs> that they used in the first episode? Fucking <laughs> drop it gets trampled. Remember when the pioneers first went they brought their whole houses with them because they knew they might die on the trail. These kids knew this very same. They have they knew there was a chance they might come back alive. Yeah. <laughs> there was the just... off chance that one will die. Now, these kids were weird because it well, I mean, they were weird in general. They chose a weird group of kids, um, as yeah. we'll talk about later. Um, they, they ranged in ages from 8 to, like, 15? Mm -hmm. Yes. 16, right? yeah, exactly I think. That. Perfect. 16. Yeah, I think one person turned 16 while they were there, or they, were, they were already there. 16. Okay. So initially it was 8 to 15, but then somebody did age there. Hooray, you aged. Um, the, the funny thing about it was these kids get off the bus. They look at this dusty ass town called Bonanza City uh, which was a movie set right mm -hmm. yeah, it was a repurposed movie set uh, where they added a few more buildings to make it livable but like it, again you're not supposed to, movie sets aren't meant to live in long term so uh, clearly there's like <laughs> they're meant to you know, tear down the nights are cold and there's howls outside don't worry kids this thin plywood will protect you <laughs> 
Yeah. Like, no oh planning at all. God. No fireplace either. Because they would yeah, have had nothing. to permit it if it was a permanent living, like, space. If it, like, if they wanted to put the necessary... Th that's why there were no beds, if I remember correctly, right, Goblin? Because... Yes, in order there were to no have beds. A, in order to have a structure that can house beds, you have to, like, permit it to be a technically livable space. Exactly. But they, but they offered beds later on. Uh, no, as a prize, and they yeah, lost them. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's true. On, like, one of those challenges that, yeah, there's no fucking way. Yeah. Oh, oh, by the way, covered. if you if you want to watch this, it's all free to watch on YouTube, all thirteen episodes. Um, so don't pay to watch this. Don't yeah. pay to. I don't if think you can. Strikes, yeah. If someone does copyright strike this, I feel like if somebody owns the copyright to this, they'll probably get a lawsuit. At jo point. Jonathan Karsh is at his home PC right now, foaming at the mouth, reading the comments. <laughs> Jonathan Karsh is not the forerunner for the show. It is a man named Tom Foreman, who I believe was the executive producer for shows like yes. Survivor. And yeah, uh, was, my was it the also the, what was it? Home Renovations Like America. What was that show called with the bus? Extreme where it's like, move home, that bus. Yeah. over home edition. He was the producer for that show. And he was like, hmm, ratings are slow. What do we do now? We got to get controversial. He's like, Lord of the Flies kids. sounds good right about now. Kids, kids. <laughs> he like, read yeah, one book basically. and it was Lord of the Flies. Basically, that's a legit how he wanted controversy because he wanted to spread the media sensation. That's literally his like his words on the matter. No, he, he, he he read two books. He read Lord of the Fries and Lord of the Fries. Yes, Lord, Lord of the Fries, Lord the new VeggieTales special. Lord of the Flies in 1984, and he said, uh, I, I, "Don't quote me as I'm actually saying this, but I'm pretty sure he finished 1984." And I'm like, "Man, I I really feel like the party did nothing wrong in this book, and I should recreate this with 40 children." Oh my god. Lord of the Flies times, like, five. So, do you want to know how they got away with this? Basically, like I said before, there was the child, like, labor law thing, but also, they considered it a summer camp, basically, technically and legally, so, the kids weren't working, they were doing activities at, like, a, a basically at a camp-like environment, and they were just being recorded as they did things by themselves. And they considered the cameramen the supervisors, even though they literally were told to not intervene in anything the kids did, ever. Yeah. Yes, exactly that. Unless There's it was other... for scripting purposes. Um, no, because right. also for medical reasons, because remember, they had medical staff on, because I think it was mentioned also, like you mentioned the JonTron thing too, and also it was in a news article I was reading earlier about this, that four kids drank bleach, and one kid got severe burns on their face from being thrown in the kitchen. Because remember, they cooked all the food themselves in a hot wood, in a hot wood stove. Wait, Thunderface? No, they burned their face. They got oh. like a grease burn on their face from the kitchen. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's good to mention how, no, whenever they mentioned that they did everything, they did everything. everything. They cooked everything. their own food. These are kids. Let me preface that before I say this. They cooked their own food, made their own bedding, uh, huddled up for warmth and everything because no beds. Um, did all the manual labor during the day. And we'll talk about the challenges and stuff. Um, made their own leadership. Like had a caste system and invented all the horrible parts of society along the way, <laughs> well, or or yes, had all the horrible parts uh, of society thrust upon them through the fucking book. I like to yeah, imagine yeah, yeah. that what happened was, um, like, a, a woman read Lord of the Flies and said, "Hmm, this wouldn't happen if there were girls present." And her husband, who was a producer, was just like, "Oh yeah." <laughs> So, oh yeah. Want to bet? You want to bet, bitch? And find out. Yeah, oh. but these kids, oh. like, like they, it was, and what the? I think the craziest fucking part was the uh, the hygiene standards that were so fucking low. 
Like, I'm surprised no one got sick from that 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 I know of. Like, they had know of. 40 kids and one outhouse on the first day. Right. And they had yeah, to earn true, more huh? outhouses. Like, kids were walking around being... <laughs> kids were walking around like, I'm not using that thing. Like, I hope I don't have to shit the whole 40 days I'm here. Cause <laughs> and they didn't yeah. know what was coming, so it's not like they had hope. <laughs> You know I made I mean? the same joke, yeah, five different times that, like, this place is gonna be covered in, like, sepsis, like, typh like typhus, like, actual, like, pioneer diseases because of the low standards e. of hygiene. E. Oh, location. yeah. With hygiene, too, it was, it, it, it kind of, I kind of had a question burning in the back of my head, like, did these kids ever practice, like, safe hygiene, like, wash their hands before a meal, or uh, sinks, so. showers and such, you know? I mean, <laughs> no water. Water. They didn't. They, they didn't have anything. Yeah, with what Other water? No. What water? Well, they had yeah, water they, from the well, but like... They had one freaking pump. Yeah. yeah. They, and then they, they had to win toothbrushes and mouthwash. Remember, it showed them that same episode they won it, uh, like, using, like, just plain canteen water to, like, rinse their mouth and spit for, like, their dental hygiene. That was it. They had, like, they had, like, British dental care for, like, the whole three I, days. I remember, <laughs> I remember. Oh, my God. I remember a, a an excerpt that John that Jonathan said that he said um uh, you could either get toothbrushes and stuff like that instead of using baking soda and just like plastic like bristles you can get like proper toothbrushes and toothpaste or pizza. And I'm you're thinking how effective is baking soda for these kids? Yeah, yeah. it's not. Like, can First we talk about the pride? Second night, never use it again. Yeah. yeah. Can we talk about the prize method for the show? Because for a lot of it was the gimmick was okay, kids. Here's one prize, a basic necessity of life. Like what is it called? Like the things you like, society needs to function, yeah. humans need, or a toy, to some or a toy or, like or a piece food of or like or like hey, wacky slime. But like it was never like a necessary. TV. Yeah. Amazing. That was yeah. the first prize, wasn't it? A single well, TV think, or something else. Yeah, it was I bathrooms was or TV. I think that That's was the basis of the show was that they wanted to see if kids would make the right decisions of making a society instead yeah. of just wanting to goof off. So, um, you can't really fault them, but again, they're 8 to 15. There's not a lot going on in your mind at 8 to 15. No, the problem isn't that, that they were, like, giving these kids the choice. The problem is they were literally dangling, like, necessities in front of these kids faces and being like do you want to be kids or do you want to fucking survive out in the mojave desert like kids or you want to yeah. live yeah right exactly it's like survive or live <laughs> Benny from fucking Fallout New Vegas the whole time. The game was rigged from the start and he shoots Jared in the head and the game. <laughs> Jared <laughs> catches the bullet with his teeth and goes, no, no, no. <laughs> well, yeah, we'll talk about Jared. Um, that's good to mention. Uh, the the TV was one of the prizes. Like, okay, so they had these challenges. It's like, oh, they were pretty interesting. They They either went from like, oh, just fill up these big glasses with these different color waters from these pumps or wrangle sheep build an actual home and 
and and do it in under like a half hour. Carry an or, impossible amount of weight across a football fucking field. If or you're Greg specifically, if you're Greg specifically, dive head first into a shallow pool of oh my while God. pigs are inside it and give yourself literal blunt force trauma to the freaking front of your head. You guys need to watch that episode, like, if you haven't seen Kid Nation already. He, the oldest kid, Greg, literally fucking dives like it's a swimming pool into, like, a vat of beans that these pigs are wallowing in. endangerment ever. He and, didn't yeah. even like. He didn't even like playfully dive. He actually straight up took a running start and jumped. Dude. And remember, it wasn't just beans. It was insanity because it was fucking actual pork and beans. And by that, I mean a literal like a bunch of living pigs shitting and walking in that pile of beans the whole time they're in there. And remind oh. uh, re uh, a reminder: they do not have showers. Yeah, no, they. they that was it. That was over for him. <laughs> like, yeah. And what was it? So like the with these challenges. The, the prizes that they mentioned was either toy or something necessary. Like TV. For example, the first one they mentioned was either the TV or more outhouses. They give these 40 kids one outhouse for right. hours. Three days, actually, three I think days. it is. Oh, three days? No, remember, it's actually yeah. four days. I think it was oh four my days. God. No, no, because... They arrived, and then oh, they yeah. had three nights, because day that was day zero, remember? There was day zero at the beginning. Yeah. And then it was day one. So it was actually... And they had a long-ass bus ride on the way there. Holy sh... No. It, it went from... No, 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 no. Yeah. It went oh from... Uh, it went from one outhouse for 40 kids to one outhouse for every five kids. That's eight outhouses. I would hate to be the kid stuck with the first outhouse. Like, one of the five. Like, can you imagine that? It's like, oh, brand new outhouses. Well, I was last to get there. Gotta use the one that every fucking kid in town shit and pissed in like <laughs> i think they i don't think yes. they were like sanctioned off the same way they were sanctioned off by like color of teams i know but like cast. yeah but like you kind of are right like if they did assign bathrooms but then again that would just be the cherry on top of like a whole pile the whole pile of yeah fucking festering excrement that this tv show was <laughs> well do, oh yeah do you, do you think that they made the kids clean out the outhouses Yes, yes, they did. Yeah, yeah. They actually, in a, in one of the episodes, they actually showed one of the kids actually cleaning the outhouse. Was that? Um, I I was not present for the first three oh, episodes. To clarify, I'm pretty sure they didn't empty. They didn't make them empty them. They made them clean them, which is two different things entirely. Thank fucking god. I'm Correct. fairly yeah, certain. I'm glad that they didn't have to deep clean the inside of an outhouse. Do you remember? To 15 years old. They, the, they let them blow over, though. Yeah, the, they, they blew the over. They blew the fuck over. <laughs> and Greg goes, get in here, boy! I remember I was about to bring that up. Like, literally, Greg goes, Greg, the best freaking, like, the Fe best three words. Or get four words, here, however many words it was. He goes, get in here! And then proceeds <laughs> to, like, lift this whole lift outhouse out. practically on his own. Because he basically just had, like five kids like pushing on his hips like is this helping there was no reason for those kids to have to do what they did however those kids each and every one of them even the ones that we fucking hate taylor they walked away as chads in my eye like really those did. kids are fucking based and yeah they're fucking chads it's even incredible so taylor even though it took her like 39.8 days she did finally come around Kind of. Uh, to clarify, well, 
she's she starting to do something. We, yeah, should, we should mention some kids like that were really the stars of this, or they stood mm -hmm. out from the like the pack, either for being complete shitheads, being good people who were unnoticed, or being semi eh people who got like all the attention and all the money, which we'll mention the star. Oh yeah. The yes. Can we should we go from like top to bottom on like kids of note? Uh, uh yeah. I don't think that we well, have just throw somebody off and we can mention it. Mike. I want to mention Mike first Mike. of all. <laughs> Mike okay. is red Mike. team leader from the beginning, correct? Yeah. Uh-huh. He, he okay. He, <laughs> Leadership. Mike. <laughs> yeah, Mike Mike uh, reminds me of like 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 kids that know that they're going to be in the military. Come Mike up, is day, your day ROTC kid. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, he he absolutely is like a JROTC that takes it way too seriously. <laughs> he looks like future US US Army. He soldier. literally looks how, like how, that kid. <laughs> how how yes. old was he in the in the show? I can tell you here. He was age 11. He okay. was he was fine. Like he he had a lot of really funny one-liners, especially in like the uh, the interviews that they did. Yeah, it wasn't like he was shitty or anything, but he was just like he was, he was just, real. He was he was one of the he was one of the weird ones. He was entertaining. Opinion. Like he, he ruled yeah. 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 <laughs> and to explain that, I think we glossed over it. To, there is a structure of a town council imposed by it seems either the executive Jonathan Karsh himself, based on demographic and age. Who would rule each of the different districts, then come to them make choices for the whole town based on the book, which we'll discuss later, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Because that's was, a whole it, other fucking... Yes. And the first four chosen were Mike, Anjay, Taylor, and Laurel, correct? Uh, yes. 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 Laurel yeah. was... Or, well, Yanni, uh, correctly. <laughs> yeah. uh, Fuck you. Was but the depends first on perception. leader, yeah. Um, Anjay, man, Anjay lasted a lot longer than I thought he was. Like, he lasted the Let me tell you how I old think. Anjay was. Let me find it. Uh, so, yeah. An yeah. yeah, Anjay, and Anjay lasted was, longer. He was incredibly intelligent. Yes. Oh, um, yeah. For his age, for age 12, um, that was his biggest strength. Um, he had a lot of very, very big goals that he wanted to, like, complete in the future. And he could see he was very driven and he mm -hmm. was very happy to be here. Um, and that's why he was chosen as a leader from the start. Yeah. Um, just because of that, it was nice to have somebody with such uh, academic standards like on the team. And Anjay, um, I think, was okay. I think he had an okay personality. He made okay decisions that were kind of muddled with the group, but it was fine. He, 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 got, his he, vocabulary was girthy, dude. His vocabulary was, yes. had fucking girth, and it was amazing. These kids were nerds. It had girth. I feel like Anjay got shit on, like, almost... I, I feel like he was he got shit on the most, actually. Absolutely. Only by the worst Absolutely. people. And only by the worst people. You could... He's literally a litmus test. Like, you could tell who the shitheads were because they were the ones picking on Anjay. Well, he wasn't the most, like, socially inept? Is that the word? Uh, you're looking for the word adept. Adept, okay. Um, uh, but... Yeah, like he was he, like he was super like book smart, but there was just a little part of that that you know with with most intelligent kids, uh, it seems like there's just like that little part that just doesn't quite connect to you know s socializing. Does that make sense? Yeah. Speaking of girthy vocabularies, you don't have one plastic. Fuck! <laughs> I messed Whoa. up. I messed up. Inept and adept. Big fucking mistake. <laughs> Don't know how I could have missed that one. <laughs> Your girthy vocabulary privileges. I'll show you girth. I'll show you fucking girth. 
Oh my god. Um, should we just rip the band-aid off the wound and just mention Taylor? Taylor! No, we, need to, we need to save up the rage for Taylor. I want I want there to be I, I want I want to be boiling. Beauty right. queens do not do dishes. Don't Why say don't... that around me ever. <laughs> Let's go to Laurel next and then we'll finish off the council with Taylor before we start talking about our favorite yeah. Okay, so Laurel was a little redheaded stepchild. And mm -hmm. she would like, I, I don't even the know. One too. She was the middle child. Yeah, she, all I all I remember is her speech impediment. That was probably just her accent, nope. but it, <laughs> it sounded like a speech impediment. I'm sorry. Trigger uh, warning, we say speech impediment. Yeah, trigger warning, we're normal. No, I <laughs> Here's a trigger warning. They're all fucking stupid. It doesn't matter. No, I used, I used to have the same speech impediment, so it was like just kind of like weird for me to to think about, like that same one. Only. Yeah, <laughs> neurotypical people only. No, but fucking what? What was she like? I can't even remember. She so she she started off sensible. And then she started thinking of herself as the sensible one and things went downhill. Like that yes. and she also was she was she was chummy with her group. Green which team is elitist. Good, but she quickly allowed that to absorb her attention to the point where it was no longer let's make this work. It was me and green to uh, me and green district are the best things ever, even though we can't win a fucking showdown to save our fucking lives. Yeah, they were so always like, fucking last place. It was I'm, arrogance without yeah. the actual, like, backup. Like, it had nothing to stand on. Yeah. And as a side I, note, the reason for that was because it wasn't just a prize you'd win. Based on what rank you came into the tournament, you would get either upper class, merchant, <laughs> working Sorry. class, like, or, like, what was the last one again? Upper Labor class, cooks, cooks, laborers. And then the laborers, cooks. yeah. yeah. Which is basically my, your George Orwellian like place in life where you live for the next three days until the, the new challenge came out. It's the Shit. thing that Gandhi literally was willing to lay his life down to like <laughs> get rid of that Jonathan Karsh just decided, hey. It's, it's a caste system, you're right. It, yeah, it's literally a caste system. You could argue that it's slightly more fair because it's based on your performance in a task, but even then, it's still a caste system and it's fucking stupid. The, yeah. the thing is, at least with the with the upper class, is that they were they were told you guys can help out where you're needed, but everybody knew that if you got upper class, you didn't have to do jack. Minus well, a few yeah. people, minus a few people that we will know in in future. Well, and we certain mention... council leaders made like Mike made the upper class help, um, yeah. in, in in different areas where they were needed, um. Like, a lot of the council leaders actually stuck, like, one of the good things that did happen was a lot of the council leaders did actually, like, step up and make their districts, when they were the upper class, actually do yes. shit. Um, but that brings us to our last council member. Well, before before we before we do that, yeah, well, Bleb, Bleb, you had something I, I was, to say? I was just going to say that we should mention that uh, they had a, mon uh, a monetary system as well. They had buffalo nickels. Oh, yeah, five cents. Uh, it each... was five cents. And That's true. At each each class earned a certain amount. So, so uh, I think lower upper class... class was like a dollar a day. Yeah. And, and then lower class was like was like two nickels a day. Lo yeah, yeah, lowest class. Nickels. And then uh, I think the merchants that were the second to top 
got 50 cents, and then mm-hmm. the cooks, who were second to last, got uh, 25 cents a day. And mm-hmm. you could buy ice cream, not ice cream, you could buy, like, soda, or, like, toys, or books, or hats, whatever. Candy. Bicycles. Candy. Holy yeah, bikes. Bi- a bicycle. Yeah. Different fucking... wardrobes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love this stuff. Pogo sticks. That was a thing. <laughs> yes. And, yeah. And, and to bring it to labor... Yeah, and to bring up the labor thing more to it, these kids weren't just getting it. They had to do their jobs to receive this money, so they were still doing labor regardless of them saying, we're not making these kids work labor hours. Um, I found a piece from an article back in 2007 about this. If you could read that off for me, uh, either Saucy or Blub, because you have better voices than me, that we didn't have anything in our statutes that I oh, posted yeah. earlier. Um, I'll go ahead and do it. This is from Tiffany Starr uh, Salcido, who specialized in child workplace rights at the New Mexico Department of Labor at the time. And the quote exactly was, we didn't have anything in our statutes that said they can't work a child 10 hours a day. So we had hoped that productions would operate in the best interest and do what was best for the children. So it was all on trust and not legality. Which, as a specialist (laughs) for the fucking department of, like, legalities revolving around fucking children, you literally just admitted your utter incompetence to the fucking media. To the world. You literally just said, we trust, we trust producers for television to not take advantage (laughs) of our shite legislation. I know. Remember, they also called this... Children. Did you Remember. go to college? <laughs> Remember, this is not this is not a work camp. This was a summer camp. This is how they, That's how they phrased it. But even then, they were like, they should have gotten special permits for this, shouldn't they? And they were going after them about it afterwards because of this. Because yeah. The... Once everything aired, like, this, uh, this same, this same, uh, this same enraging individual, um, probably, probably <laughs> was one of the people who were like, Oh, well, they shouldn't have done that. And then she promptly shut up when everyone went, um, you literally, like, were part of the board that was supposed to not let this shit happen. Like, that was your job? That's what yeah. you... That's your your whole job description. Make sure kids aren't taken advantage of by corporations. Now, they weren't total slaves. Because no, every, every three days, uh, they could choose to leave. Um... <laughs> <laughs> but but then they would miss out on twenty thousand dollars. Twenty thousand. Not exactly. Can he, can Every he, kid at least received five thousand dollars participation. Wait, I looked really? It up later. Oh, yeah. that's kind of so every dope. kid who participated got five thousand. It's still not enough to get sepsis and die in the desert. That's forty. <laughs> what five thousand dollars for forty days out in the middle of God? Well, no it's not like it's not like they were paying for hotels, saucy. Like oh, saucy, no, <laughs> okay. no. If you, you don't have to complete it, as long as you participated, you receive the five thousand dollars. I see. So you so can Mike, quit day one and leave with five grand. So wait, wait, again, wait, wait. that means I'm just saying, if I was a if I was a twelve year old and I was offered five thousand dollars to work in a desert, to die in the desert, I'd probably <laughs> do it. I'd probably do. It. So so wait, hang on. Something just came into my mind. What? Who is the based little boy who left the first freaking him? Day? Uh, What's his name? He was eight years old. He was the youngest member. He missed his family. Um, Also, the producers kind of milked the fact that he was crying behind somewhere. Like he was back there crying in general. But like, yeah. 
But here's it was thing. Jimmy. He left day four. Here's the thing. Jimmy. He, okay, as far as time spent in Bonanza City and monetary gain goes. He got the best deal. He's the winner. Yeah. Aside from the people who um, won the 50 grand gold stars. How much was because it? Was they, it 50 or was it lower? It was $50,000 for the people. The only one who got off better was Lauren. No, you know Sophia. who? You know Sophia. what Jimmy learned that day? The best way to win the game is not to play. <laughs> exactly. This could have been War Games with fucking what's his name? Yeah. Uh, yeah, that mo the whole oh, time. movie. Well, and actually, um, he profited better because he got out. Of, he got off unscathed at a pretty similar return rate to Sophia. Almost well, not. The they fucked with the bulls. Yeah. Oh no! That was that. No, was he a... he was with them. He was with them. They said, "This oh, is right. Man's Day." Right. They faced off a fucking bull. That same kid who yeah. said, "This is Man's Day," did face off a bull. I'm not sure if Jimmy was there though. No, that's they were trying to convince him to stay with that. Oh yeah. I would well, just his... like to also point out on that yeah, bull fact, they let in they let a ten year old charge a longhorn. Yes. Not, not just any old cow. A fucking. Longhorn, a wild and one. And they that. filmed it. I might they put up some visuals because we got some pretty fucking spicy screenshots. Dude, I'm John literally. Welcome to Jackass. Hell yeah. <laughs> 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 child Jackass. It's what it is. It's mega Jackass, but with children. It's prime time television. This is like the exact thing that would happen. It's like this is like midday gold. It is. But yeah. it's so unethical, it hurts. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Okay. Are we ready to talk about that final council member? Okay. Oh, yes. Oh, boy. You're not even, you don't even know. So before we start, she is like 10. <laughs> so. <laughs> to preface this, she is a minor. And we are all adults. <laughs> not anymore. That's well, true. Not anymore, but at the time. <laughs> Dude, she's, okay. she's weirdly hot these days. <laughs> For wow. context, That's for a... context, wait, wait. For, for context, she's in her twenties now. Yeah, if it's you if you look her up now, if you look her up now, she like she has like abs and she's she's got a big old she's forehead. Similar. <laughs> if that point, her hairline was not there. Oh, Remember, absolutely. Remember, plastic is a for titties. Let, let it be uh, let it be known on mic. <laughs> Listen, you but know, the personality the just record. ruins it. You know, I think I like to think that Taylor left her hairline with her beauty pageant stuff when she left for Bonanza City. Okay, so let's let's just go ahead and get into it. Taylor was a nine-year-old, I think. Eleven. She was eleven. eleven. She's eleven. So so shut, shut the, the fuck, fuck up. up. Yep, <laughs> there it is. Um, so Taylor was an eleven-year-old beauty queen from where? Was it Louisiana? No. Let me look. Had that I had to page it. it was like Southern. It I'm, it was well, uh, Georgia. It's in Georgia. Okay, Georgia. yep. She she was a beauty queen from Georgia. She was in child beauty pageants, and no. she she was no, no. put on council. And her catchphrase is: "Does anyone remember? Deal, Deal with, with it. it. Deal beauty with queen. it. Oh, get I used to it. Jesus, dishes. That came later. But the act, the first, like the like their political slogan as council leader was: Deal with it. Yeah, and like they actually she, used it on a voting poster. I remember that now. Yeah. You did. I love oh, when wow. uh, Zach like stood up to her and they were like, you're a bad leader, deal with it. It was like, oh my God. It's like- These kids were savage too. They were, they were so fucking savage. They were, they were based. 
They were there, all based. There was literally no quarter given, especially in the showdowns too. If you if you messed up, you messed up, and everybody made sure you knew about it. Absolutely. Like, <laughs> and did they mess up? Like. Oh boy, did they. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking so many times. Yeah. And again, we're so, adults, so <laughs> so and and Taylor is an adult. Taylor at the time was a shithead. I'll be the first to say out loud. <laughs> uh, good jewel rip, whoever that was. Um, that was funny. Uh, Creme brulee. Um, Crim. <laughs> Here, hang on. Uh-uh. Creme brulee jewel. Is Deal it, with it. Is it really <laughs> creme brulee? <laughs> There, there is real positive creme brulee flavor, yeah. I like to think that Jonathan Karsh would rip, like, would take a fat rip from a jewel and blow the fucking smoke in a kid's face. Be like, Taylor, deal with it. Oh, Bleb, now you have to say it's... Bleb, Bleb, now you have to say it's not smoke, it's water vapor. <laughs> Do it. It's not smoke, it's water vapor. <laughs> oh, here's it the doesn't joke. Cause if cancer. you look up a clip of uh, Jonathan Karsh speaking, you'll notice how he sounds like our good buddy Bleb here, um, like a lot. Like they sound very similar. And we take and advantage so, of that to the maximum we do degree. Take advantage I, of that. I, I am. I am currently. I can say it's very entertaining. Bleb. Multiple trained guards armed and in front of my house, preventing me from leaving, so I can we do say, the funny voice. We say do the line. <laughs> Say the joke, funny man. <laughs> Dance, yes, puppet boy. <laughs> no, no. If I... Oh, no, Jonathan. Say <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> is that a, is that a uh, Nerf first edition? Yeah, well, <laughs> that is a full metal Nerf first edition airsoft Dude, you gun. have a full metal alchemist Nerf gun? That's fucking sick. Full metal alchemist. Oh no, I just had a bad thought. Okay, let's keep going. I just thought yeah. a bad thing. Oh my god. Big yeah, so Taylor was a shithead. Um, <laughs> little bitch. Taylor was a shithead, and that's pretty much it. And like everybody kind of knew that, but also being a shithead means automatically, hey, hey, leader. And so it, it like ramped up the douchiness, kind of ramped up over time. And of course, she was ten at the time. Yeah, I, I don't know what to say about her now, but she looks like she could actually kill me. Probably now. Probably. Don't give her any excuses. I'm, she was eleven. I'm very God damn it. tall, but she could actually like body me. She could throw me to the ground and skin me alive for all I care. Um, uh, I would and, be yeah. okay with that. Um, classic, we know. Shut up. I wouldn't. <laughs> let's. Honestly, okay. I could kill you. I'm thirty percent. This is a real person. <laughs> listen. No. Okay. Listen. I hope she's listening. <laughs> no, but uh, cause you know George is like four hours away. Anyways, um, so what happened? that really solidified her status as a piece of shit little bitch is uh, they made her haul water as like punishment for not working Aww. and she she filled up two uh, two things of water and she called to one of the council members she put it on the ground and she goes hey Zach and she tips the water over a precious resource mind you and fucking goes oops my bad and walks away and it's like Bit, you are in the desert. Like, <laughs> I don't know how to get this through your head. You are in the desert, and you're lucky I'm not. You, you spilling that water is not only 
fucking with the town, but it's also fucking with you. Like, do you? Oh, yeah. Like, that's too much macaroni. Like, <laughs> if they you guys had... watched the first episode, they fucking dump out a shit ton of macaroni because they Our don't know how to boil it. The actual best kid in town does it too, and it's like the one stain on her. Which for one? The whole show, Sophia. Like that is oh, the yeah. one stain on yeah. Sophia for the whole show. Every everything else she did was she was a fucking saint. Wasn't she yeah. the one who uh, was like, guys, we obviously don't know how to cook, so let's maybe read the fucking cookbook. Yes, yeah. that was her. Yeah, dude, that so was her. Is it Sophie or Sophia? Sophia. Sophia. I am convinced she Shara. only threw out the macaroni because she was on her period. I am 100%. That is my theory. My, <laughs> that's my headcanon. Oh, man. Can you imagine syncing up with all those girls? Well, I guess you guys can't, but I can. And it's it's just not... It's... Ugh, like It really sounds like a terrible time, honestly, I, and it's something I would not... It's the, it, it is the tornado I would not want to get caught in. I, I understand my proxy. My family household is mostly women that have been around since I was, like, very young. And at some points, it would just turn into, like, either sullen silence or just, like, pointed tension that could not be cut with a knife because <laughs> it was so fucking dense. Everyone You're angry so... and upset at the same time. Yeah, and also horrible pain. Oh, God, yeah. And they, all think, and they all think they're completely reasonable. Weirdly, oh, yeah. I don't get it. I don't get mine but, like, once a year because of, like, hormones, but... Yeah, it's still not fun. I just my 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 pelvis is always trying to hang itself, so I don't I don't. Damn. Jesus Damn. Christ. Um. So darkness. <laughs> darkness. This is nothing but darkness. What was it? Dark. Um, <laughs> great, <let's>, great content. <laughs> I'd like to take a minute to talk about um, the the host's previous directing history. Um, oh. Jonathan Karsh did a apparently pretty okay documentary on someone who lives with a a bunch of let me let me find out specifically so I don't mess it up. Hang on, one second. Someone didn't do the I research. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, the the whole thing with the show was like I, I'm trying to think conceptually how it's just nuts like how would anybody especially cbs like allow this shit i don't know because the loopholes i mentioned before because well yeah the they want, no, because, because, yeah because because remember tom foreman wanted to push the envelope he wanted controversy because he thought it'd make good for the show and he was right like when it first started the no earnings for the show were pretty fucking good where it was like four percent of households like were with with rating systems like had the show on and that's for like it, it was decent ratings like for yeah. the first half of the show it was he was right it totally fucking worked he he was valid in his opinions um oh all, like like for example no kids are pulled for california or new york because they have better labor laws no, and nor would they survive no 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 was anyone from tennessee oh no, oh, no i know dude yes i, I, I would have survived who was from tennessee a bunch of people from indiana i know that yeah. Children of the core. You, you and me are the most base people that, that would have been on. <laughs> no, if, if you Actually, pulled no, someone no from like Tennessee. the Bronx, Damn if it. you pulled someone from the Bronx or from like Redlands or like from, you know, fucking San Fran or Oakland or any of those areas, they would have fucking 
beast mode yeah, if they're remember, waiting for that shit. The issue wasn't that they would have trouble. The issue was that those states have actual proper labor laws for children. And that if the parents knew about like the actual like state they were living in, they would might throw a fuss about it. Because they're from a better state, essentially. They had better laws about it. Kids from California could just walk home. Just walk home. <laughs> just walk home. Through yes, the I'm making the trek across star. Arizona desert. Yeah. 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 Um, I want a longhorn and ride home. So this is, it's kind of a change of pace because like the other big directing credit that uh, Jonathan Karsh was known for like through all of this was um, a documentary from 2003 called My Flesh and Blood, which uh, detailed one uh, Susan Tom, who over an entire decade adopted 11 children who all had some sort of mental or physical disability and it just details like the day in day out life of somebody in that kind of position and how she wouldn't change it for the world and apparently it's a pretty impactful documentary but then to go from that to this seems like the biggest character change ever i don't know what happened money i don't know um but Probably. no, it's just one of those things. I, I just haven't seen. I don't know if he's blacklisted or whatever. I haven't seen Jonathan Karsh since. Jonathan uh, Karsh took a kid yeah. nation because he wanted to know what it was like to get fast food for the first time. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. I, was, yeah, I was gonna say. Couldn't afford my it. Was, yeah, my theory was he wanted to do that show first for like the the kids' disabilities for like research, like see. This is how you treat kids well. Now let's do the opposite and see what we can like. How we like it's like a test subject science study. Like it was a social experiment because th that was the premise of the show. In the first was like, you know how like in Fallout there revolts like, can we make society full of only like mutants or only like delinquent freaks? How like how hard can we torture these kids before they snap live on television? Let's see. No, no, and that was the bit. Part of it. <laughs> Part of it was, this is 2007, and I know, like, it was only, like, 13 years ago. That made me feel old. But, like, it, 2007 was at least in this area, and probably other areas, because Knoxville's not that fucking special. Um, it, it was, like, a little bit more of an innocent time. Like, I was watching it as a seven-year-old, and my mom was like, Hey, Hallie, how would you like to, to do that? And I was like, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. It's, it seems hot, but like I feel like if it if it wasn't canceled, like if if people really had that big of a problem with it, and it 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 was like a weekly thing, if people really had that big of a problem with it, I don't think they would have aired all the episodes. They would have because it already happened. Yeah, the bigger is. the problem people had with it, they would have aired it. They would have aired it. Well, they they would have wanted to air it more. Yeah. Because remember, the, the whole goal the I said before is, was controversy. They wanted it. So anything was good press for them at the time. They wanted yeah. outrage. They went in with that mentality. Didn't you say at the beginning, Classic, that it aired like around Dr. Phil and... Um, oh, Pro? yeah. Like, like during the day, my mom would wake up, um, watch Oprah, watch Dr. Phil, and then I think Kid Nation came on. That's the thing. It's like, okay... the. Oprah and Dr. Phil, like, I mean, they're more food for thought, but that prime time slot is a lot of mindless kind of entertainment. And the concept is so wacky. Why would you even think about, like, the ethical dilemmas of doing such a thing? Like, we're doing on this recording Well, right just now. to clarify, it was, like, a little bit after dinner time, so I'd say maybe 8 o'clock at night. Okay, yeah, you see, like, what else airs at that time, like, nowadays? Like, you get um, either some talk show hosts, like, not late night, but... Oh, yeah. Um, 
like, like American Ninja Warrior, stuff like that. Yeah. Some weird stuff. The Bachelor. You don't watch The Bachelor and be like, oh, I wonder, I wonder um, if anyone's how getting this person is going to react. Yeah, yeah, I wonder the ethical <laughs> dilemmas of this. The ethical uh, dilemmas of The Bachelor. Wow, that is so Shit. The ethical uh, dilemmas of fucking Dr. Phil. I hate you. I'm going to kill you. Give me $200. Shut the hell up. So, Aiden, to clarify, Aiden, of the fucking show, like, of, of having sexual relations with Dr. Philbert. Philbert. Is that Gilbert. even an ethical dilemma or is that just a problem? <laughs> It's morally questionable. I slipped. You slipped. <laughs> oh. You slipped? <laughs> I'm stupid. I'm smooth. Right I slipped and so did he. <laughs> he slipped right into my big fucking gash. Anyways. Uh, <laughs> wow. Anyway, uh, Amy Schumer in the house, everybody. No, but like, fucking. How funny. I, Look, yeah. Amy Schumer. Women aren't funny. No, but fucking. The... Don't not butt fucking. I don't like that we're that I'm talking about this while talking about Kid Nation. Like, so I was about to say it's like wow, this is like this is like the best tonal dissonance you'll get. It's like we're trying to respectfully talk about this uh, show starring a bunch of poor, poor like Miners. innocent children being thrown in a horrible situation while also being like ha gash butt fucking ha. <laughs> ha ha sex joke. Funny. Can I? Can speaking of speaking of. Uh, slipping and sliding can we mention the fact that um on the fucking first day um the most based person in the in the thing the most based person dk was dancing in the streets for nickels. oh oh my sweet oh, jesus if you guys have this seen... is where we talk about all of the horrible societal things that these kids learned along the way are you they going to shame sex workers I'm not. No, this is talking First about kids. Off, these are children. These are children. Yes. yes. But okay. Children. But if you think he about was, it, if you think about it, he was dancing, not fucking. She no, was, she. She was dancing. She was. Sophia. Okay. I. Okay. I know. But people. People refer to exotic dancers as sex workers. At least where I am. Um, and so that can easily be like considered a parallel. If that makes it sense. It is a parallel. Yeah. The the, the, the the fucking the TV show made a point to highlight that. They Dancing made for that parallel. And then she gets and a fucking bicycle. I was coming fresh off of my little vibes, which are st I'm still coming off of to this day. That when that happened, I simultaneously experienced like, oh my god, I'm represented on TV, and also, <laughs> holy fuck, this is triggering as hell. Oh yeah. It was yeah. great. On a lighter it, note, aside from the shilling like yourself out on the street for buffalo nickels, <laughs> um, there were people, there was this group of this group of kids that were going off hunting, okay? And one of them was like this big chat and all of, all of a sudden uh, they were all male and then all of a sudden two or three <laughs> girls come over the uh, go, come over the hill to join them. One of them says, this is man's day, to which one of us while we were watching it I forgot who. It's like, oh wow, they invented misogyny. I yeah. I was the one who used misogyny. Your society has now discovered misogyny. Yeah, it's like a, it's like a, um, it's it? like a Skyrim, like. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the skill tree. You yeah. Um, but Achievement unlocked. Things where it was just like 
it was so uncomfortable because like we were thinking haha this is funny and then afterwards we were sitting there like oh god oh. there was a why point why yeah like there was a point where Anjay was like screaming in the street about this is not what we want society to be and in the background there are two girls like crying over like a split sign and one kid is just hop like hopping on a pogo stick and if you guys watch it's so it's so fucking like poetic almost like he's yelling is this what we want society to be just ripping up other people's signs and it's like it's very it's very um similar to nowadays oh yeah surprisingly oh, there, there were a lot of there were a lot of things that i aged aged well i guess in the show things that were <laughs> comedically said. yes Comedically, yeah, they, they <laughs> aged well. Made us tight or like loosen our collars a little bit, like a little like. Ooh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, very, oh. very Rodney Dangerfield, Gabby Collard, we're getting no respect around here. Uh, I can't believe it. I'm losing the green team. Speaking of ripping up signs, <laughs> uh, <laughs> fucking Johnny Dangerfield and Kim Asian. Johnny Dangerfield. Oh, Rodney Dangerfield. Rodney Dangerfield. Mushmouth. Speaking of. Excuse uh, me. <laughs> What, Genie? Speaking of ripping up signs, can we also just point out the fact that Blue Team was the very first team to ever vandalize another person's living quarters? Oh my god, the, like, the first night, like, right before the, uh, right before, like, the competition, uh, Greg and Blaine, no, yeah, they were on yeah, the same team. Greg and Blaine. Greg and Blaine literally snuck out at night and started writing in, like, chalk, blue, blue, like, blue. go blue, blue team, blue team. Yellow sucks. Uh, Creating essentially a turf war in a way, like gang wars. Gang yeah. Congratulations, we jumped from pioneering to a new city to gang violence in the matter of two days. From Bonanza yeah. to LA. No, but fucking uh like right right before right before like the, the challenge in the daytime different kids from different teams would literally sprint up to like just chilling individuals and just start chanting blue 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 and kids would like scream and try to tackle other kids <laughs> if you remember like um yeah like greg greg i think was writing go blue on one of the signs and guyland was actually the one i think to get up and like chase no it was it was jimmy do you remember jimmy i remember yeah. this there, there were don't. yeah there was fully, they were like full-fledged, like, they were running, like, they didn't want the other people to get off their turf there fast was enough violence. before they could freaking deal out the, oh my god. It was there wasn't so... an absurd amount of violence, but there was fucking violence, like. There was, there was violence. A lot of, there was and a there lot was of cursing. Spoken. Yeah, oh. there was a lot of spoken tension when, when, when one of the team members literally told another council member, fuck you. <gasps> oh, Sophia, who, Sophia told Gylan, fuck you, I think. It was um, Anjay, yeah. I'm pretty sure. No, no, it was Gylan, because Gylan almost <laughs> cried and like, right on the spot. I think, I think, wasn't it Jonathan Karsh to say, now, pioneers who here would agree with that statement, and they all raised their hands. Yeah, so Jonathan Karsh. Yeah. Who here agrees with that statement? Who here would like to say the same thing? And they all fucking raised their hands. They Gylan was like, well... They turned an entire town on one kid, and it just goes to show how 
every episode. How impressionable, impressionable these children were at the time. It was like villain like, of the week. Literally, <laughs> it was. Day. That's what it was. There was a hero of the week and there was a villain of the week. And oh my. Can we get it to was... like the book and like? Yeah, let's let's go ahead and talk about the book because we're we're yes. a little low on time. Okay, yeah, the book. Uh, to uh, to just recap it, the book was a uh, a scripted almost kind of thing where each council member would go would go into a building and they would um they would open up the book and see what the pioneers did on each day. So it would outline um it would outline like what they what jobs had to be done or what societal um. I guess the term would be failures that were committed to the pioneers before them. So each day they had a new thing to do, and each day they had something different, uh, something different to uh, to work on. So a, laundry, like a new quote unquote, choice to make because yeah. it, it wasn't choices. What they yes. would do is they would say, "You're gonna do this thing. Do you because want it's to necessary. implement it in this shitty way or this shitty way?" Which shitty way do you want to implement this shitty part of society into your untouched by this shitty thing society? And because yeah. these are kids, at no point were they like, we should just not do this thing. Also, yeah. the producers were probably there going, well, you guys have some thinking to do. Like, you know, being <laughs> Egging logically thinking adults, knowing what they're doing, and going into this project wanting controversy, you know? Like a liar. I just like thought. A producer does. You know, fucking, like a liar. You, you know, know how like, like the biggest, liar. like the strongest and like most efficient kids during the, um, like during the uh, games would get a uh, high class and wouldn't really have to do anything. And it was always like the weakest kids or like the, the like least competent kids would get like lower class. Yeah, that it, it is was, literally yeah. setting them up for failure because you want the the biggest and strongest kids to be like the workers. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like it's literally like it would. Well, okay, the whole fucking show was an exercise in setting these kids up for failure. Absolutely. Like, to be fair, like <laughs> really, do we like? I mean, come on. It was. It's just like Hamilton. No, it's just like. <laughs> all right, all right. I'm gonna I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do a comparison. Jesus, this okay. show, like, I mean, I think people go back and count the amount of times in this show over the last hour that we've said society. Okay, <laughs> where they created a society and all the societal terms that go into it. This is just why the movie Joker exists. We live in a society. <laughs> I guys. hate you. I live in a society. You. Kid, Fuck you for making me think these thoughts. <laughs> On the marquee of the part two of Kid Nation, God forbid it ever happened. Kid Nation, uh, society. What was it? K Kid Nation, society. It's just society. <gasps> society too, tailor made. <laughs> yeah, so, <laughs> funny enough, they wanted they wanted a season two, but. Funny enough, immediately after the show was done filming, New Mexico updated their labor laws to be more precise. And funny enough, it wasn't even because of the show, but because it lined up so perfectly, people thought it was suspicious that the show fucked up bad enough to make them change their labor laws regarding children. I which and you know for one fact that, what is his name? Fucking Tom Foreman? What, what the, what, what the, hell? <laughs> the Foreman the, the, girl? Tom, 
what, what's his what's his what's what's that fucktard's first name so I can properly Tom, insult him? Tom, Tom Foreman. Tom, Forsky, Tom, Tom Petty. Tom Foreman. <laughs> fuck you, Tom Foreman. First of all. Can but, we get a group? Fuck you, Tom Foreman. Fuck you, Tom Foreman. Hey, eat a fucking dick, you cunt. So you know for a fact. You know for a fact this. This bottom feeding motherfucker. You know for a fact that he was like, yeah, we fixed the labor laws in New Mexico. Like we helped them. Yeah, I know we can't do our show anymore, but we we created positive change in the world. You fucking didn't. You 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 reminded us that that you're all pieces of shit, and we should stop like giving money to reality TV. You created course, forty tiny adults. No. No, you mentally scarred 40 children who were unable to cope with the mental challenges of living in the middle of fucking nowhere. Maybe the real kid people. nation was the friends we made along the way. What if some of the kids... Okay, I guarantee that some of the... And this is gonna get a little weird, but I guarantee that some of the kids now are like age regressors because they missed out on such a big part of their childhood because of that. The what? Age regressors? Nah, I don't know that term. Oh, it's a. Uh, gonna bring up kinks. Oh, my no, it's God. not a kink. You okay? It was it's, bound to happen. Okay, it's different. It's different, and and there, you know, age regression is it's a coping mechanism that some adults have, where they will uh, regress back mentally back to like a simpler and more innocent point of time, i.e., when they're younger, and that will be their mindset for a little bit. It's not a kink. It's nothing sexual. It's just. It's it's literally a a mental health coping mechanism. You said it in that tone of voice, so I automatically assumed that it was. Oh my dear yeah. God! You may have think it was an adult baby thing, which we were all immediately concerned because it's you, plastic. For reference, plastic is a sex pervert. I'm not a sex. Oh my God! Oh my! Let it let it be known, plastic likes diapers. <laughs> that, yeah, that, plastic, is, that is not true. Is no, plastic already is a known diaper apologist. Let it be known. <laughs> You, you know, you, you, okay, here's the thing about, so, <laughs> you have this, you can't deny it, you have this tone of voice and you say certain things before you say something that is just depraved. I don't know like, what you're talking you, about. You did, I know you don't, that's why it's so funny when it happens. Like, so, like, literally right there you were like, uh, this is gonna sound... It's gonna sound kind of weird. No, because I knew you guys. I fucking knew you guys were gonna take it there. And, like, I know that there's a lot of, like, misconceptions about age regression uh, being compared to, like, DDLG or ABDL. But, like, like I. Wow, well, that's a lot of acronyms. More like, whack Don't. If you if you guys want to look up what those acronyms are, do it your fucking self. I'm I know not... what the first one is. I know what the first one is. So okay, fuck for for. I'm reference. doing this on purpose, by the way, and there's nothing you can do to stop me. <laughs> okay, then I can just stop fucking talking about this. This you okay? You could, but you won't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to segue it directly back into the show because I think we all need a breather and okay. it would not be um, appropriate for the subject matter. Absolutely uh, not. So I'm, I'm going to I'm going I'm going to segue with this. Um, the it's it's kind of funny because we we initially planned for this just to be like oh like hey. Like, I'm talking about us watching it, first of all. It's like, hey, the show exists. 
oh my god, I completely forgot about this show. Oh my gosh, whoa, I've never heard of Let's this. Let's goof on Personally, it. Personally, like, I, in, in high school, in high school, or sorry, middle school, somebody played, like, reruns of this in class. <laughs> and I didn't watch, because I wasn't fucking caring. Uh, but like as like a free day or whatever and i just remember people also talking it's like yeah that's kind of fucked up <laughs> uh and then you brought it up as like oh okay we should do this and then afterwards we've just been like soured by the experience and we're here to tell you about this so you don't have to we exactly. are literally sitting in a discord server dedicated to bonanza city it's literally called bonanza city we're yeah. literally nostalgia critic we remember it so you don't have to absolutely <laughs> And might I, might I, might I, here's, the, here's the problem. Here's the thing with this. It's still a reality TV show. And so the thing about it is when they craft these character arcs, because a lot of, because a decent portion of what's happening is unscripted and real, you still fucking care. That's the worst part for me is the mm -hmm. fact that I'm looking at this. My, 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 the brain that, the part of the brain that I like is going this is awful this is horrendous this is stupid but the lizard brain you know back here is going care 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 empathize and you can't fight that and you will empathize so it's like not it, it not only is it made by bad people it's made to remind you that you are also a bad person and it succeeds what? and i hate that why did you clarify your lizard brain is the part that cares about other human beings, you actual sociopath? <laughs> no, Dude, Shane Dawson's gonna do a documentary your, about that's you. Where your, that's where your emotions are processed. Like, that's the Volition part. is a confirmed sociopath. You, should we fuck? Dude, your emotions are processed in your fucking bowels. I don't want to hear it. Go cover your butthole. <laughs> cover your butthole, you're feeling too loud. Anyways. <laughs> I'm not yeah. gonna say what I was just thinking of saying. <laughs> okay, maybe not. Good for you. I was gonna yeah, ask yeah. what your favorite flavor... No. <laughs> okay. Right. So oh, basically, so yeah, it's it's so odd because we we started this experience, it got soured, and we we are pulling a nostalgia critic. We're reviewing it so you don't have to. Um, we're not going to give it a review, like a, a set rating or anything like that, because it's stupid. I we will. Just, forty out of forty kids. Forty out of forty. Actually, Actually thirty-nine out of forty. Wasn't it like thirty-eight? No, out of No, I'm giving it forty out of forty kids because each one of them has a special place in my heart. Except for the ones that we don't like. No, even Taylor, because <laughs> like, Taylor. no, literally, uh, it, it was so fucking sad when the show ended. Like, I don't, I don't what? like it. See, this is what I make. This is what I. This is what I mean. It makes you care, even though it's actually fucking stupid. Yeah. It makes fucked. you care. It, it makes you care. Well, it reminds even, you that you are a fucking bad person. But part of it for me, and I think I talked to a couple other people about this, but it also like takes you back to that place. Since it's only kids, it's like you're thinking about... You're surrounded by kids, so you're thinking about like, oh, what would I do if I was a kid? And like, it, it reminds you of people that you knew when you were in school. It, mm -hmm. it reminds you of of how scary and tough it was to be a kid and so mm -hmm. it's like they and i'm i'm absolutely fucking insane but it kind of makes you think that you know these kids as a kid and it's like it's it's like i don't know it <laughs> like you know what i mean like 
sometimes unfortunately reminds you of people that you met when you still were when you weren't quite a kid like when you were you know maybe 16 or 17 like it's like or as even worse as an adult it, it, volition you're, you're right because it's it pulls at your heartstrings and it's reality tv show and that's personally why i don't like reality tv shows because mm -hmm. they do that and they're scummy by nature and they really prey upon using other people for entertainment against uh, most of their free will. Mm -hmm. Like they, they kind of sign the contract, they're only being used and poked and prodded for. They don't know what they're gonna be remembered for. Yeah. They're just becoming stereotypes of their own self. And so, especially with this, we're, I think that this is just a call for all future endeavors into this just to be, <clears throat> Just take some fucking consideration. Dear yeah. God. Well, and this that's is a thing. failure. Yeah, it's like, yeah. it's literally with reality TV, because I, I know people who have been in reality TV before. Um, one of my friends on the tennis team was in my dream quinceanera. And the, the contracts mm -hmm. for these TV shows, to bring it back to, you know, more Kid Nation specifically, but I mean, broadly, all reality TV shows, including Kid Nation, you're not being featured you're being casted for a role that you don't know you're playing yet. That's mm -hmm. that's what this is. You're not you you aren't getting your your 15 minutes of fame. You you the only thing that's real are the emotions that you are experiencing in that time when they craft a situation for you. So and and that's fucking awful, in my opinion. Like it's like, yeah. It's it really is. It's just it's it's seeing human emotions as, and it doesn't matter oh, the situations that they craft in reality TV. It doesn't matter what emotion you're having. Okay, it doesn't matter if you're crying. They can make it look like you're crying for joy. If you're really upset, they can make it look like you're upset about something else. They can do whatever they want. This is not you. This is not your story. They this warp is their the story that that they're trying to make you believe that you're a part of the narrative process. No, they had they had all the kids had roles and they just picked the most opportune kids to place into those opportune roles that they wanted. Yeah. I will say though, throughout the whole experience, through all the controversy they even wanted to get started for like the press of it, the overall theme of this, which is in a lot of the TV shows back in the early two thousands, before like the because remember, this show aired before the housing market crash 2008 was hope, was that they have a chance to make something new here, and every episode ended with, like, we fixed the problem, we, we, we reconciled the differences with our friends and, like, our other teammates, we gave out the gold stars, we end on a good note. It was supposed mm -hmm. to be, like, this beacon of hope. It, it really tried to bring that message at the end of every episode, regardless of all the fights and the stress and people, like, just near street-level violence, which it broke it to multiple times. It was supposed to be like a hopeful thing. And that's why the finale was so heartbreaking because it just really said like, we did it, we survived. If not succeeded, we at least survived. And it was there was hope in that. Like mm -hmm. like a goal, we achieved this together. And that was the whole point of the whole thing. And it really, it worked. Like and, we said before, it fucked because that's what they wanted you to feel, but it worked. And it can't what? happen again anymore because after that market crash, like there wasn't really like a big mood for that anymore in yeah, like the media wanted, yeah people wanted their suffering to be reflected in the media they wanted rather than you know be fed this fucking what what had become a, like a false notion of this ideal quote-unquote american dream which you know doesn't like exist before, in the but, same form anymore yeah 
like I said before with the labor laws changing, like this show, could, a show like this can literally legally and both like emotionally and like culturally never really happen again. Yeah, it, which this, makes it this special, was, really. It yeah. was cotton amber, and we all got to experience it, which is why we're so not obsessed but intrigued excited. by this. Yes, excited by the show. Uh, in, in regards to, like, the hopes for the future, like, a lot of these kids, if you, like, read up on them, actually did go on to do really awesome things. Like, I think Sophia is, like, soon gonna graduate from, like, a, I think, like, a law school. Some mm -hmm. of them went to, like, medical school, I think. Um, mm -hmm. like, they're, they're doing pretty big things, and so... Jared. Jared hopped on the um, computer science major before it was, like, just the thing to do out yeah. of high school. He was a forward thinker and a, and a pimp for a day, and I respect him for that. <laughs> you guys need to watch the series. Like, like even though we're, like, quote-unquote reviewing it, like, you guys need to watch the series because it's just... I, I'm not going to call it a treat, but it's a trip. Like, it's, it's, it, it's an experience, yeah. Um, if you like the same content as we do do it if not <laughs> if you're just the casual person who doesn't want to subject yourself to uh eight hours of just non-stop uh torment do it child still. abuse essentially garbage if you, were not a, if you were not a cringe layman you could say you wouldn't enjoy this show if you were a cringe layman god damn it goblin if you have anything I, better to do god just damn it. do that but then when you come <laughs> home just put on a quick episode of kid nation I will Unless say, you I have think... kids, don't I... show your kids this show. Yeah, but watch it, your watch it by show. yourself because you're a superior adult and you make the rules, not them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Your kids Sparring are dumb. Better to... parents here, folks. Yeah. Remember, your kids <laughs> are dumb. They're going to fucking Disney with nothing, Karsh. No, actually, <laughs> show them, show them uh, Kid Nation so that they'll behave better. Well, show, like, them, show them Kid Nation. Well. Show them Kid Nation and actually like talk to them. Like, say this is what's gonna happen to you if you don't do the dishes. No, <laughs> this is what you gotta do. You gotta say, now, the labor laws in New Mexico at the time. <laughs> but the labor laws in this house right now are zilch. Get to fucking washing. Play this podcast for your kids. Yeah, play. Yeah. Tell them, tell them that we're gonna watch them scrub every morsel of food off the dishes. And if they don't, we're coming for them, and we're gonna give them the Jonathan Karsh. We're gonna take their buffalo nickels. Yeah, can we're we, gonna <laughs> jiggle them in their faces while they scream. <laughs> can we do Jonathan? You know how like in German folk tales are all about like the off like 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 cautionary tales. Can we turn John the car to the new boogeyman? Like he says, same thing as he comes and kills you. Jonathan like, Krampus. We, if, I don't know what if, went if we wrong. Don't do I don't dishes. think it's all the way his fault. Um, it's not. I mean, as Please I mentioned face. earlier, he did. Well, I don't. Yeah, he he did that uh, my flesh and blood documentary, and it was very nice. And then he moved directly onto this. I don't know what happened, and he, we're not like demonizing the man. He he um, presents himself as he. It's like the way he comes off to me, at least when I watch it, as like a deity. Like he he's he's the fucking he's the trickster fucking god puppet master. Yeah, he's a trickster god and a there puppet is, master behind Kid Nation. There are some of things that he, like he said, and just. TV producer smiled through that were like irredeemable to me. Yeah. Oh, there were yeah. just certain things oh, yeah. that he did that or said that that were just those moments that even if they weren't moments of true colors, my brain immediately just like latched onto them as this moment that should be 
you taking a step back and rethinking right now, you're smiling through with that TV producer energy. Complacency. Yeah, Mm -hmm. and it's just, that's you. Like, I don't care if you're acting. You know, this is, that's, you you don't have a problem with what's occurring right now. Mm -hmm. And you should. That, that's, I mean, I don't care how great your documentaries are. When you lack the self, well, I mean, when you lack, well, okay, it's not a lack of self-control, but when you lack the ability to differentiate, you know, this is good ratings from this is, like, fucking scarring for at least one person here and I should stop, that's when it goes, you know, that's, you've gone a little too far. It's beyond empathy. It's another feeling. I don't know what it is specifically. It's awareness. Yeah, it's a lack of, it's a lack of awareness. It's a lack of functional awareness. You might be aware, but you're, it's 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 like, it's either the biggest case of cognitive dissonance I've ever seen, or you genuinely just don't have to convince yourself that what you're doing is okay to do it, which yeah. would make you you're either suffering from cognitive dissonance or you're actually a sociopath. <laughs> well, this is a hit piece. This is not like a hit piece it's that weird. we're doing here. It's we're just discussing what we like made our assumptions. We're a bunch of goons. Oh, Don't yeah. go yeah. out there and be like, "Oh my god, this man is the actual devil." No. Yeah, in all reality, he's yeah. probably starving in SoCal somewhere, like begging yes, for change probably. outside of a fucking dumpster. Uh, I'll find him. Yeah. Or he's moved on. He's grown. Yeah, no, he's yeah, he's he living has. in Banana really City. Has. I, I'm yeah, sure he's a he decent guy. I'm sure he's a decent guy. Yeah. yeah. You know? I'm and sure I, I can't take the moral high ground, you know? Yeah, please don't go at, please don't go adding Jonathan Karsh on Twitter saying yeah, how no. we just attacked him. Oh, yeah. Please? Jesus yeah. Christ. For all three you, you, listeners, don't you, you do that. Can, you can, however, <laughs> add him to challenge me. And t- tell him if, if he I'm does out, another Kid Nation... If he does another kid nation, we would all love to be a part of it as the kids living in there. Yes. Um, yes. Yes. It's we will. Young adult nation. Even, yeah. Even though that we're all like full legal adults. We are willing to yeah. sign, 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 and sign some more. Well, uh, and it'll be legal this time, Jonathan Karsh. It'll be legal. Yeah, what and I'll know? give you, I'll give you a kiss on your big snout. Except um, this time, uh, popular musician and artists Maroon Five and Lizzo will be also in Kid Nation <laughs> with us. I Are just all named people we really don't like. No, I like the incantation Stop. with us. And we're all no. given we're all given secret handguns, and we're told that we're the only ones with the handgun. But <laughs> well, pioneers. And all the food we've been eating for the past three months. I don't know if that's their we, song. I kept making this joke because Blebo can do the voice so well. I would keep giving him text sense of like. Jonathan Carson like saw trap ass constructions to the children like Manola Foods has been tasted for deadly neurotoxin and the and the, and the gold star is one antidote. <laughs> Pioneers, as you've noticed, we've <laughs> one more time. Got it. You got it. Right. Now, pioneers, you may have noticed, we have built a gallows in the center of town. <laughs> you know what to do. <laughs> okay. With that being said, uh, so. Looks like we're a little out of time. Uh, 
So thank you for watching. Not watching. You're probably you're probably doing something else and just putting this as background noise. But well, like good noise. I yeah, will give it that. Good noise yeah. and lots of it. But uh thank All you for listening and uh you know look out for, you know, new episodes or whatever. Well, you know, thank this is the first episode, so you know, it's going to be probably going to change a little bit. Uh but uh yeah, I'm going to leave um the Twitters of the current cast members probably in the description somehow and whatever else they might want to plug. Um, but yeah, uh, this was fun and uh, I'll see you guys later. Any last words? Because <laughs> we're being strung up on the gallows as we're not kids yeah. and we're the only adults and we're going to be executed by yes. 40 kids. Uh, Goblin, go ahead. Thing. What are your last words? Yeah. My last words before they kill me. Uh, yeah. Car shall live eternal. May his reign last forever. And may the blood of children <laughs> rain upon America. Sussy, what are your Jared last words? Honestly, I would be so nervous. I would instinctually go, oh, What do you said? Shit. <laughs> First blood, time, blood. huh? <laughs> Buster Scruggs. Blood, what would your last bird word what would your last bird be? Your last fucking word. Jesus. Kid nation. More like shit nation. <laughs> Volition, what would yours be? Uh don't touch me with those grimy ass hands. I want to get out of here more than you do. Let me get up there on my own. <laughs> Genie. Jonathan Karsh, you'll be hearing from my attorney. That my last. <laughs> Go ahead. I've I've had I've had to feel what it's like to not breathe for way longer than this. Watch me fucking take this like a man. You fucking. Win. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, my Classic, last. What would your last words be? <laughs> this is where Before I'm gonna we end, end the, the shit show. Yeah. Uh, eat ass, suck dick, and sell drugs. <laughs> you, don't have to tell me, you don't have to tell me twice or once or at all. I'll tell you. Have a good one, guys. <laughs> have a good one. <laughs>